right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is Middle, Middle Children. See, I went you- low because last oh. time you let me go high. Darn, next time. Okay, so I but, you know what? You- I thought I didn't want to take your thunder twice. I don't know. Now I'm like, am I an alto? Doesn't yeah. matter. Well, speaking of taking thunder, we have a friend of Jesse's on the pod today. <laughs> My arch enemy, famously, Mr. I guess I'll call him Mr., which is very uh, respectful of me. Sean Kilby. How's it going? You know yeah, you love him. You Well, Jesse loves him. I love him. I love well, him to death. <laughs> what an introduction for a moment there. Right before he said my name, it really looked like he checked his notes. <laughs> yeah, he was like, how do you say it? <laughs> no, I'm constantly making sure I'm recording. Oh, that's, that's not a bad idea. Fear. That's good. How do I sound right now? We don't know. You... We'll find out after the fact. Shout out to yeah. yeah. Conveniently, when it came to Chris's <laughs> podcast, Sean's recorder stopped working. Would you look at that? That is true. It did. But we're recording. We're making it work. But we're we are. It mm-hmm. We are making it work. And actually, before this, Chris and I were like, what order is Sean or like, what is his birth order, if you will? Uh-huh. I guessed you might be an only child. No, he definitely has a a sister. (laughs) I have a sister. How do you know that? Because I've said so or? Yeah, because I listen when people talk. Got it. Yeah, Jesse, glad to find out where. I've never heard you you speak about a sibling ever. I think you have an older sister. Correct. And you're the youngest. Oh, and an older brother. Uh, So I am the youngest. Wow. Yeah, and, and I, place. I can't believe you couldn't tell that from me. It actually, it kind of highlights the fact that maybe the whole oldest, middle, youngest child paradigm is kind yeah. of like horoscopes, where you have to hunt and peck for the things that actually confirm no, no, to no. make See, it Sean, seem real. Some, I because, knew Sean because, was going to say no, that. No, 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 because Chris, here's the thing. I do think it's a real thing. The oldest, the middle, the youngest have traits. But if Jesse yeah. couldn't tell I'm the youngest, because I, I feel like I'm a quintessential youngest. If you couldn't tell that, then maybe Jesse, well, your think, whole your whole sibling radar is I think off. a quintessential okay, relax, youngest relax. and an only have a lot in common. Thank you. Know you. What I'm exactly. A quintessential youngest uh, yes. might as well be an only. Right, because the youngest, it, well... But I also think if you are an older oldest, if there's a big gap, like our friend Taylor Strecker, you have yeah. more in common with onlys also because you had a period of time where you were an only. See, mm-hmm. I if you were an oldest, I feel like you would be such a great big brother. Like, I feel like you would take people under your wing mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's what you sort of do in the office. But there's a part. But I was like, he's definitely not an oldest is the thing. Or I would hear about his siblings. I've never heard a peep about a sibling. I, I- feel like i have talked to you about your siblings before i think so because i have they both have children so that's probably when it comes up when yeah, you say yeah, the nieces uh, the nephews like my brother just mm. had a newborn girl named winona is that not the cutest nona oh that's cute winona he's a middle he is such a middle and so that's Love the thing that. i do think my sister and brother and i do fit that pair yeah i mm. am first of all selfish like a youngest. Okay. What's the age difference? <laughs> two years each. So my sister's four years older, my brother's mm-hmm. two years later, and then I was two years later. He and I yep, are like yep, 21 yep. months, but whatever. We okay. split hairs. Is there anything more mom than 
telling people how far apart your kids are in months. Well, he was born 21 months later, and he started talking when he was 13 months. He walked yeah. at nine. That's what my mom is like. So I know exactly. Oh, how he much was older ahead of his is. time. He, he was, was two turning 20. My mom okay, he loves <laughs> two turning 20. My mom loves to, to this day to tell people yeah. how great my scissor skills are. Because when wow. I was a kid, oh, wow. I could just cut a straight line like nobody's <laughs> business. See, when I was a kid, they tried to um, keep me back in kindergarten because of uh. my cutting skills. <laughs> they said I weren't developing, wasn't developing well enough. Right. And then my mom was like, "You know that he's left-handed, right?" And they were like, "Oh, that's right. hilarious." And also, my brother is a middle and a lefty. I think there's something wow. there. Lefties wow. and middles. My dad's a lefty also, but also now I cut with my right hand. Right. Well, but you're, amb- oh, you're ambidextrous. Chris is multi-talented. Everybody knows they that force you. about they him. They force you, know? you to. He has. Yeah. He cuts his own hair, nice and short. Sometimes he shows up. Thank his you. hair's long. It's a wig, but either way, he can go either way you need. So yeah, I am a youngest for two reasons. Number one, very selfish, and yeah. number two, I just said you know, I'm doing fingers in front of you. And right, two, right, right. attention whore. But here's the Ooh. thing: I think of middles as being the shy ones, the demure. The yeah. I well, they're the ones who hide behind mommy's legs when they're meeting a new person, you know. Interesting. Whereas the youngest, like me, is try, you're trying to introduce the youngest to a friend, but he's yeah. over there climbing a tree because he's not paying attention because he doesn't we're, give a shit. Yeah, we're know? not necessarily hiding behind mom. We're just trying to get some sort of attention from her, and we're scared. Fair, but I do think <laughs> that the middles are shyer for some reason, maybe because they yeah. feel overlooked because of the overlook. And my brother was the shy one, and well, I, I think was that does play him. with him. With Jesse and I, and I think that Sean and I have had a conversation before where he said he doesn't believe um, that uh, extroverted introverts exist. Oh, what? And have so, you met performers? What are you? Okay, no, wait. What What Chris is saying is I don't even think that that dichotomy is real, that you are either an introvert or He an thinks extrovert. we're faking it. I, no, oh. no, 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 no. I'm saying he that don't... the labels are meaningless, that they don't actually serve a purpose because... Most people are a mix of the two and they oscillate between one or the other. Some people are true introverts, but you wouldn't know it because they never talk. Whereas like Jesse could claim to be an introvert because Jesse is good at me time, but Jesse is also a fucking ham. And if to to call Jesse Jollis an introvert and not an extrovert is for words in general to lose their meaning. You see what I'm saying, Jesse? What what would you call yourself? I think I'm a introverted extrovert. Yeah, it's like saying, well, like, it's your belly button, it's an innie it's, it's nothing. <laughs> then you have a flat stomach with no hole in it. It just makes no sense. Because it's like, I'm a very good extrovert when it's my job or when like, uh, That's an I extroverted get... introvert. Okay. <laughs> Chris, what are you? What are you? I'm the same. I think that I can turn it on turn it when on. I have to. Okay. So how are you at a party? But I think how are that you at most a... of the time, uh-huh. I people would be surprised to hear that I'm like faking that I have to go to the bathroom and then I watch like uh, a minute of the office on my phone right. in the bathroom to right. like feel first of less all, anxious. First of all, I just want to tell you that's called being 30. And then also, well, how old are you now, Chris? I just turned 30. Happy birthday. I know it's slightly bloated. <laughs> I, I wish you have a birthday multiple times. But I just, again, I feel like you guys are proving my point, which is that these labels of introvert and extrovert really yeah. don't serve much of a purpose. And the moment you start mixing them together, I'm an introverted extrovert. Mm. I'm an extroverted introvert. I You're just a you. fucking person. Now, You're if there is person. such a thing as an extrovert, 
I'm fucking it. Because young you children are. don't have the shame. Yeah. We don't have the shame. So this is, I think. Are the, you territorial? I don't know what that, like a tiger in the wilderness? <laughs> like, you are, do you know where all your things are? And like, are you a little aloof. wary to let people aloof. borrow? I'm aloof. And here's why. Because oh. everybody was always taking care of it for me because I was the youngest. Oh. So I think oh. those elements of my personality are driven by being the youngest. The youngest mm. gets away with more. Because yeah. the oldest blazed the trail, the middle took all the lumps, and then the youngest yep. benefits. And that's yeah. real. So I used to be, my nickname when I was a kid was, they would call me a brat. And I hated that. That's a great nickname. But, but you know what? I was a brat. <laughs> it was, no, I'm saying it was, it, was, it was my brother and sister's favorite word to call me. Because A, they knew oh, it would wow. rile me up. And B, it was accurate. Because yeah. I was a brat. And then the mm. other thing was I thought I was God's gift. And that's what youngests do. You know, they get treated like the baby. They are the baby, and you know everyone loves the baby, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. case in point, who case in love point, Sean, you know, just yeah, does. does carry himself like somebody that hasn't um, gone through a lot of rejection. Oh my god, honestly, I don't even know what adversity feels like. You know, this just is chugging along. <laughs> yeah, because actually, this morning we were like, "All right, here are the segments. We'll start with embarrassing stories." And Sean, you said, "I don't have any good embarrassing stories." Sean, Sean, in true Sean Kelby fashion, <laughs> yeah. uh, was like, "Actually, I have an idea for a segment, <laughs> and that is the youngest saying, I'm gonna come into your house. I'm gonna move the furniture around." <laughs> okay, um, fair. Okay, true, true. If true. I didn't trust Sean as a very good podcast producer i wouldn't listen to his bullshit mm -hmm. but i know that right. he does know what he's doing it's a gift you know sean comes up with segments i saw it as what a beautiful gift he's giving us but i did find it almost unbelievable that you have no embarrassing stories like that what is how is that to me. what childhood i think Do you know that jesse and i have lists on our phone <laughs> lists. Of I, listen. Our embarrassing I, listen, I listen to the podcast so i've heard yes, many thank of them you. i'm a little worried you're blowing through them a little fast because sometimes you guys will do two in one which reminds me but you gotta start writing them down because you're gonna forget that you've told it before it's a funny i so know many. I know I've been embarrassed before, but in typical youngest child fashion, I just let it go. You I'm let Elsa. It go. You know what I am? I'm Anna, not Elsa. I don't even need to sing the song mm. for myself. I just let it go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, something bad happens to me and I agonize over it for about 20 minutes and then I just let it go. And I don't remember it. I literally, if right now you made ask me to come up with five embarrassing moments in my life, I couldn't, I couldn't find them. They're just, wow. they're drifting out there in the wind. Now they're locked somewhere deep in here. They I'm have sure. to be in the, the psyche. They have to be. So I, th and here's the other reason I didn't want to do embarrassing stories. Because yeah. there is nothing less likable about a person than them coming on and saying, I'm never embarrassed. And right. here, let me tell this story that actually comes <laughs> off like a fucking humble brag because it's not embarrassing at all. Right. So I want to be, I didn't really, I, I've done a good job to this point of, of having no one hate me other than Chris Burns. He's my only right. nemesis on this planet. Yeah. And I didn't want the I listeners to turn to up. So I want to skip it all together. However, I did think of no one embarrassing story. Oh, you did? I well, because no one's going to turn on you. No one's going to turn think on people you. people will turn. I'm always afraid people will turn. So Sean and I, for our listeners that um, don't listen to Taylor Strecker show, which is where Sean and I developed our um, unique bond. Ill report, I'll if say. you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean and I are arch nemesis, but 
Where am I going with this? Uh, no one knows. <laughs> well, I don't know where I'm going with this. I think maybe you're just giving the backstory. I think I'm losing it. Yeah, okay. I'm giving the backstory. Um, what was I going to say? What but, we do on popular oh, oh, I'm always is afraid. This is what I was uh, saying. This is what I was saying. So the listeners from Taylor Strecker love Sean Kilby. Oh, yeah. And I'm always afraid that they're going to turn on me because I've seen the Facebook group where they're like, we love Sean in a in a in a, 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 a a thread about me but these aren't oh. how they love Sean right Which so I'm is- like I think if it came down to a vote I don't think I'd, I'd put my money on myself in that horse race mm. see but I've I'd be afraid to go o- against Sean well Jesse I think you're safe I don't think that's anyone you. dislikes you and you know that I, that's very I don't know I mean I I definitely rub people I don't know you rub people on their shoulders because you're a sweetheart. You See, this is how way. Jesse and I are middle children. We go from Sean talking about his confidence to me and Jesse being like, well, these are the people that probably don't like us. I know, I know. Actually, my so Sean, Yeah, well, go ahead, Jesse. Well, I was going to say, so Sean, you, you came on here and you said that you had an idea for a segment for us, which I is do. so exciting. I do. And I'd love you to intro it and we are ready to play. Oh, love this. Okay. So I, I've been listening to the podcast as one Thank does. You. And there is really nothing Jesse does that I don't love. But one of my wow. favorite things she does is she'll occasionally drop one of these on you, Chris. Yeah. Love that for you <laughs> that is just, no, and you know what it's very on brand for jesse because she's showing <laughs> yes. support without really expressing <laughs> any confirmation of her approval so sure so and i love that for you you know that's yes. great uh, and, and it and chris is by the way it works for chris as well because he's kind of the snarky bitch sometimes so i was thinking <laughs> we could play a game now yes. it is reminiscent of unpopular opinions which belongs to me and chris but we're gonna let you in on this jesse so this one's called Thank love you. that for you Okay, mm. so we're going to go round, round robin style. Yeah. And we are each going to share something that we're loving at the moment. Okay, yeah. and it can be obscure. It could be as it could be as obvious as I'm loving my cat. You know, yeah, it could be the cat's yeah. giving me the love right now. Or mm. it could be as specific as I um, 72 degrees. It's just the best temperature, you know, and, wow. I'm, and I can't yeah. and I've, I figured out I actually wanted it 75. Whatever. You can come up with any bullshit you want. Could be mm-hmm. I went, I'm upstate. I'm in Albany these days, and it's just the best. You got to get out of the city. Any of the above will work. We Is share our, we share something we're loving, and yeah. then we, the mm-hmm. other two people will take turns saying either, love that, right, full stop, or love that for you, and then we'll got discuss. It. We'll discuss. We'll I discuss, love that. Okay, it's and really, I love that. <laughs> there's going to be a moment in each of these where your heart is ready to drop because if somebody <gasps> says love that for you, doesn't feel Ooh. great. But well, it doesn't hurt too bad, okay? It, doesn't it feels hurt too like bad. home to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so who should go first, Jesse? <gasps> who should go first? Should I go should first? Be, you have to be you the go. first to respond. Okay. 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 <clears throat> okay, great. Okay. I'm going to tell you guys about something I'm loving right now. It's also a weird thing. It's a weird topic. I don't even know if you guys really know what it means. Mm. Right now, I'm loving ASMR. You guys know <gasps> ASMR? Of yes, course. ASMR okay. So... ASMR, I would describe it as a feeling. It's, wow. it's I think the best Why way to describe, describe it, it's, it as a feeling. Well, because people think it's just whispering. People who don't know what ASMR is, who've never experienced the feeling of ASMR, yeah. think it's just talking funny into a microphone. They don't but know. But really, ASMR is this, it's this like a neur, like a neurological response to sounds. Right. So it's like sounds that 
feel good. They're tingly, tingly sounds. So you hear and you tingle. Say, and I get the tingles. Ooh, Ooh, do I get the tingles, Jesse? Now, have either of you ever experienced the tingles of ASMR? I think we can't talk about ourselves until we tell you whether we love or, or love it for you. Okay, fair. Okay, and you're and you're right about that. That's great. So, <laughs> I'm thinking. Um, for I'll just describe to you what I what I'll so in ASMR you'll basically like listen. What's really popular is going on YouTube, on the YouTube. Yeah, of course. And watching like an ASMR video, but there's two type ty- two types. Okay, one type is um, somebody like does a mock video where they're talking into a microphone. Yes. And they're telling you things and talking funny. Like that's yeah. one way to do it. And then there's other videos, which you would call unintentional ASMR. So like mm. somebody getting fitted for a suit or getting their hair cut or getting a shave, getting a yeah. medical exam. Oh, so I'm all about the unintentional. It has to be like getting organic. a medical exam? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Like if I go to the doctor and they're asking you questions, I get ASMR. I don't know why. Wow. It's just the thing. Sometimes getting a massage or a haircut. I get the feeling of ASMR. It doesn't have to just come from from people talking. So, and there are a large subset of people who are like me who can only, I can't suspend the disbelief. If it was just Jesse Jollis whispering in a microphone, that's lovely, but it's not going to give me the tingles unless Thank she's you. doing it on accident. <laughs> so right now I am huh. loving unintentional ASMR YouTube videos so I can go to sleep at night. That's my tip. Well, here's the thing. I love that for you <laughs> because... <laughs> I don't, I don't understand ASMR and I find, and I've tried to watch, first of all, I don't get the tingles. And second of all, sometimes I get anxiety with how quiet it is, you know, like I'm like, somebody's got to fill the space. Turn the fuck up. Turn it up. up. I'm I'm stressed out for them. Like one wrong accidental drop. And it's like, like everyone's going to have. A reaction, listening, trying to oh, go to bed. You're worried yeah. about a big sound spike. You're on. I'm edge. worried for everybody. Are I'm you? worried for the whole thing. I, I, <laughs> I have to say, Sean, I love that for you <laughs> yeah. as well. Okay, okay. And okay. it's even <laughs> hard for me to say that yeah. because I think it sounds um, insane. It does sound insane. Unintentional AS. You fall asleep listening <laughs> to other people get medical exams. Oh my god! I'll do it. Is I'll do it all day. Honestly, good news or bad news doesn't matter. The the rain. (laughs) The most popular ones, Chris, will they'll be like a five minute video. People will loop them so that they play for hours because you just are trying. You're chasing that feeling. It's kind of like a drug addiction, to be honest with you. But but in a good way. But see, I'm bummed. I don't get it. I know. See me too. Whenever people talk about these natural highs, like running and stuff, yes. I'm like, I wish it's like yeah. a running runner's high. Where the old fashioned way, right? Weed, got it exactly. And weed, if weed works for you, do it. But I mean, uppers, downers, and candy corns. Okay, the Chris Burns way. <laughs> Hello, Burns way. people I, po- talk about those tingles. Like I want tingles. I know it's a small, it's a small substance. It's kind of like, um, you know, how people say cilantro. Some people it tastes like soap to them. Yes. You've heard that, but it's, but it's only, I worked at a restaurant for a long time and a lot of, there's people that really are like, it tastes like somebody put soap in their soup. They hate it. It's not a choice. It's just how the flavor is. And it's like 10 to 20%. It's just a hereditary thing. It's like asparagus pee also. Right. Some people will have, this can smell the asparagus pee and some people can't, right? Or some people will produce whatever, either way. I think some people can smell, some people can't. So the ASMR thing is just hereditary, but the craziest thing is that nobody knew about it. There was no word for it. There was no established medical evidence that it existed until like 10 years ago when people on Reddit just started sharing their experience. 
So we didn't even know this was a shared experience until people started talking about it on the internet. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. That, that, that crazy. really is crazy. Okay, Jesse. So you're you're driving this. Uh, you're driving the ship. You're steering it. I'm. Tr- I'm Who's, steering and I'm driving, to be honest. Okay, who goes next then? Do you want to tell us something you're loving? Yes. This is something I'm loving, and currently it's for me. But okay. So I started watching this show, Sweet Magnolias. Love it. <laughs> I'm forcing Chris to watch it. I'm dying. It's it's a middle child anthem. But also, during it, I've been watching, and there's such a southern undertone vibe. It's really not so subtle. And there are all these southern phrases that I'm learning that I'm going to adapt into my own language. So like one of the- Are you sure they're real Southern phrases or are they just phrases in the show? No, because I asked some people, like one of them was, um, I'm going to get as fat as a tick. And I said, if I could be, I understand people are like, because ticks get big when they have blood. I'm like, a tick is literally the size of my thumb. I want to hear, I'm going to get as fat as a mammoth whale, you know? I want to hear, like, I'm getting as fat as a walrus. You know, shove two teeth in me and we're through. That's that's what I'll say. And then another one, another phrase that a woman said was, well, knock me down and steal my teeth. And I said, I like that, but let's heighten it. So for me, it's going to be knock me down, steal my teeth, <laughs> take my and pants, me in the and call me a whore. Yeah. <laughs> really treat me like trash. Yeah. yeah, treat me like trash. Like, I'm going to make it this long phrase, and yeah. I think it's going to catch on. Yeah. So you're saying that the thing you love is making up long Southern-inspired phrases? Yeah. You love you love Southern phrases is what you're telling me. I love them, but I want them to make sense for me. So I'm okay. going to change them. I'm going to start doing Southern phrases just around town for myself. I'm going to say I love that. And that's it. I love that. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. gonna do it. I'm not gonna take it for myself. But yeah, um, I it reminds me of an episode or a season of The Office when Kathy Bates guest stars as like their new Southern CEO. Same, and she Saber, always and she, says she runs Saber, right? Yes, yeah, okay. she's the CEO of Saber, and she always says Southern phrases. And then whenever she's around, Michael makes up Southern <laughs> phrases. He, like he's yeah. like, "Well, slap me in the ass and." feed me a mississippi mud pie (laughs) and she's like stop but i do love it for you i guess so it's a mix i'm 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 between i won't do it but i like i don't hate it i I will say Mm. i love that for you there you go the reason is because (laughs) i really think it's gonna work for you but, I do too. But it wouldn't, and it would <laughs> possibly work for Chris. So I see why he loves it. Also, I could yeah. not pull it off. I just couldn't no. do it. You know, it's yeah. just not something that I could do. However, I do a, love a good folksy Southern accent, and I will take this yeah. opportunity to say, yeah, that a Southern a Southern belle, like a real yeah. good like Southern belle accent, or maybe mm. even like a Texas girl. I don't even care if you're from the fucking Midwest. To be honest with you, weird <laughs> American accents, like all of them. Yeah. Except for whatever yeah. Chris is doing up there in Albany. Albany. Um, they're hot. <laughs> I don't have an and I'm accent. here for them. Ooh. I think they're better than British. Oh, I Sean, think they're better you. than Aussie. I oh, like myself wow. a good accent. But I'll save that for another uh, another time when I'm back on the show for I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I'll say this about accents is that um, whilst I find it attractive on a man if he has an accent, I there's always a part of me that thinks he's lying to me. 
Sure. Like I'm like, are you faking this accent because you're like here to kill me? Mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. And I, like it's just part of your really good facade. As a listener of this podcast, I will say this yeah. is a recurring theme. When a guy or a girl does something either appealing mm-hmm. or or lovely, really <laughs> compliments you, you guys both immediately go to what's your angle? So you know, you've been scorned you, before, <laughs> Sean. The, I'm telling yeah, you, yeah. it is something that is in our DNA, and I know it's a problem. But also, I don't trust anyone worth a damn. And this is what I'll say. Also, is I'm like, this is crazy. You don't trust this person for no reason. And then lo and behold, it's true. They're trying to like take my kidney out in the middle yeah. of the night. Well, yeah, like I'm. You got two of them. You can spare one. Correct. You know, okay. middle children most likely to with give up their kidneys. With my lifestyle, I don't yeah. know that I could survive with one kidney. I. <laughs> that's gonna be a tough it's gonna be a tough long life uh with just one kidney for anybody but yeah. i feel like the doctor would open me up and be like you know what we're good we'll just sew them back up. yeah i also like a good hybrid accent you know if you're like midwest yeah. plus california valley girl that's it you know it's I nice because they make it their own they make it their own if you make yeah. it you know, your like own oh, that is a huge Ooh. huge that's a plus um okay chris then right yeah okay I'm trying to think. I don't know if this really fits into... If you're questioning yourself, it's probably perfect. <laughs> okay, so I have been watching a lot of the show um, Superstore. So I have a friend that's on the show. I never okay. really watched a lot of it. Okay. I've watched like 25 episodes in the past couple of days. And I'm living for it. I'm loving it. It's been so long since I've watched um, just like a good, wholesome show comedy like mm. that. Like a sitcom like that. Um but I find myself really missing working in that environment. You miss retail? Wow. Like I find myself missing the camaraderie that comes with working with a vast group of like yeah. different people. I worked at a grocery store for five years, a liquor store for many years, um, a restaurant for like seven years. And I do miss that sense of like, it's us against the world, the world. Mm. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I am the world. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know how to really. Um, Getting back into with, retail, really. Well, I don't want to get back into retail because I know if I went back, I'd hate it within like a day. Yeah. But you're loving the feeling, the like revisiting that feeling of the camaraderie. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jesse. I mean, I get it. Uh, I get it. I do. I think that it almost reminds me of camp. You know, it's a common yeah. enemy and you're all in a troop and no one chose to be together, but you are, right. you know, right. but I will say I love that for you um, because I don't see me thriving in that environment. I'll never find my love interest. I think I thrive the most in a stressful yeah uh like customers yelling at me environment like yeah. i'm i'm very good at that okay that's okay. your peak really yeah and i think that it also i have like lifelong friends that i have because of things like that that i never would have mm. um mm. known uh. i'm gonna say mm. that i love that because it's a great it's a great thing oh! i think it's great wow. and here's why Actually, now that you bring it up, now Superstore, not my kind of show, but that <laughs> feeling, I get it. My first yeah. real job, other than like work, I worked in restaurants when I was a teenager in 20s and whatever, but my first real long job as a teenager was at a 
plant nursery where we sold like trees oh, and plants fun. and shit. Love, oh, wow. By the way, lovely job to have as a teenager. You're outside all the time. You're- Can't you see Sean talking to like moms buying oh, things? Oh my yeah. God. Flowers. And they were just honestly. They were into Eating this guy you over up. here. Oh, they were just, you can I, they would say, can I just put you in my pocket and take you home with me? Oh, yeah, and then I'll use like you as a vibrator, you know? <laughs> a lot of turn-ons there, you know? Sean is the ideal, like, if I was bringing someone home to meet my parents. I know. Sean is, like, that ideal. If you could write on paper the person you would want to leave a, in a room alone with your parents. Totally. And be concerned that they're, like... If anything, by you. the end of the trip, I'd be afraid my parents would turn on me and be like, what did you drug him with that he's with you? And I'd be like, okay, wait. <laughs> yeah, like if it didn't work out, they would be like, what did you do to yeah. him? Now, now I, I, I will say I also knew all the botanical names of all the plants, which parents love that sort of thing, too. Well, they you love science stuff. It's kind of like the Spanish class. You remember you knew all those words and now you can't, you know, like five words still? I don't know that's, him, yeah. that's what yeah, plants yeah. were like. But I do kind of miss... Wow. that level of camaraderie. I agree, Chris. Mm. So I love that. I really do. Right? It's like an unparalleled level of people don't, you don't ever question if people are talking to you for you. For you. If that makes sense. Right. Well, actually, <laughs> actually it, it also is, there's no icebreakers. They I just, mean, they are asking yeah. you a question if they want to talk to you. You know what my favorite kind of retail person is though? The one who mm. refuses to ask if people need help. Because they don't want to be that. asked. They don't want to. They're I, I, I am 100% that bitch. I would never. <laughs> you would never. I know. I, so I think you'd be great. I'm like, if they need something, they'll come they'll to come me. They'll come to you. You can make but then eye when contact. They go, you can let when them they go, in. um, excuse me. And you sort of don't look at them. And you're just like. <sighs> <laughs> and then you slowly turn like, what? What is it? Well, see, I worked <laughs> when I was at the grocery store, I worked in customer service. So the only customers we had were people that were mad. And so it was either oh. that or people that didn't have a bank account. So they were cashing their check at the grocery store or people whose like national grid bills were overdue. So they had to come and pay at the grocery store. Like they were never there for a reason that they were happy about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I thrive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love that for you. OK, I'm going to yeah. go. I'm going to go next one. We'll fly okay. through these these next three. OK. OK. There's a game out there, video games, because mm-hmm. we got nothing to do. We're all stuck inside. Yeah. I bought myself a Nintendo Switch. Okay. Wow. I'm regressing. Mm. I'm 12 again. Sure, sure. And I got sure. this game called Animal Crossing. You've heard about it? Yes. Okay. It's all the rage, Jesse. Jesse's giving okay. me a look like I'm speaking Spanish from high school well, again. And I don't know. <laughs> you games. don't know those words. <laughs> you don't know games. I don't know. But Animal Crossing is is kind of has got a little bit of Tamagotchi to it. Okay. Yeah. It's got a little bit of Sims. To it. I like Sims. It's yeah. got it's like got pods. animals as people, which we Ooh, love, and we it's love on that. an island. So I'm going to pitch it to you, Jesse, why you would love Animal Crossing. Okay. Okay. First of all, uh, it takes place on an island. It's your own personal island, and there's other like friendly people there, and you're trying to accomplish goals. So that's great because we get out of the city. Yeah. So that's great. We love that because we're not doing that. Uh-huh. Other. And you get your own house. You could you could you can um, purchase a, a add-ons to your house and do rooms. Then you get that office you've been dreaming about, you know? Well, I you want that it, office. You're definitely not getting it in real life, so you might as well get it in the game. But really, you just you. walk around, you pick shit up off the ground, you craft tools, you decorate your house, you accomplish goals, you go to visit other islands, you can even see other friends' islands. Um, it really is just work, if I'm being perfectly honest yeah. with you, but it's a purpose-driven life in quarantine. So I'm loving Animal Crossing right now, and if you have the chance to play it, I highly recommend. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'll say that I love that. 
and I'll stick with love. Wow! Listen, I'm not playing Animal Crossing. I don't have a Nintendo Switch. I'm not a Rockefeller, but I um was used to be obsessed with like Zoo Tycoon there and Roller go. Coaster Tycoon yep. on the computer, mm-hmm. and I loved that shit. And so that's why I understand people that are coming from an Animal Crossing perspective. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming from an Animal Crossing perspective. Jesse? I, I see that perspective. Here's the thing. I love that for you because <laughs> I... so deep when she says it now. I, yeah. I, this is the thing with me. I know that I'll either A, become fully 100% addicted oh, yeah. to, the, to the part where I... Yeah. I've got towns, yeah. I've got villages, I've got islands to myself. I'm hurting other people to get their homes and to decorate them, okay? I don't even know how the game works, but I've got a zoo. And then I've, I'm going to lose touch on sort of what's happening in my own life, you know? And I don't want that for me, you know? I think that I, when I had Sims, I was obsessed, mm-hmm. okay? I had the cheat codes, I had the mansions. I also would kill people, which I found odd a little but also semi stress relief yeah. so there's that there's that line that we tow that line right there and then also uh, at this point i think that i need to sort out my own life what's I, before i start virtual are you doing that now though Sean, I'm not. Okay, but, but. so what else are we doing? This is my point. Like Sims, you remember loving Sims? I, I love Sims. Sims was the Sims was a better game for its time than oh. Animal Crossing, but yeah. it kind of is the same thing. Goals. I have no goals right now. What else do I, I have? What's I driving me? I, what yeah. now driving me now is paying back that loan to Tom Nook. You know, he's the guy who gives mm. you the house out of. You have to pay him back. Yeah, you got to pay back for all these things. But apparently, it's not that hard. All right, Jesse. Do they check your credit? Okay. <laughs> You, oh, that's the other great thing. Perfect credit score in this game. Oh, You wow. can't have Congrats bad credit. You. Mm-hmm. Um, my turn? Yep. Okay, so recently, this is the thing about me. I am really not a good cook. I There's very few things I make. I'm not adventurous. I'll, I repeat, and that's fine with me. But what I have found is I have been addicted to spicy mayo because, like, if you put it on anything, it tastes amazing. But then recently I got turned on to wasabi mayo, which is really <laughs> clearing out my sinuses and my life so uh, this is a th- i think that i don't know what this is but i might be like a mayo per is that i guess what okay. i'm saying is mayo we love it <laughs> i love that for you okay. and let me tell you why so here this is what i've been finding a lot of is everybody is posting all this bullshit like i i cook i cook you know on yeah. their instagram stories here's my recipe for breaded chicken like i'm thoroughly unimpressed I'm a very good cook, and I'm going to be honest about that. Okay, people right. are surprised Thank you for here being because so I don't honest about your talk about it all the yeah. time. <laughs> but I made a seafood chowder the other day that would knock your goddamn socks off. Woo. And it's I like cooking, but it's expensive. And yeah. also, when I'm in the city and I'm like cooking for myself, it's you know what's the point? It's sad. Yeah. And mayo is a is too easy of a fallback. Yeah. Yeah. Mayo makes anything delicious. So when someone's like, oh my God, I mean, this killer BLT, I'm like, okay, literally, no, you didn't. You just slapped on a good mayo and now it's better. 
Right. Okay. But I think I'm not trying to pretend I'm a good cook. I know I'm a bad cook. So mayo is my net. Okay. It is the only thing that's going to keep me going. And that's why I love it for you. Okay. I see. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Great. I will say, Jesse, hmm? I love that. Yeah. I really, really love it. I do. I think it's great. And here's for two reasons. Oh. Number one, because I disagree with Chris's whole position here on mayo yeah. or foods or things in general that feel like a shortcut. Are you homemaking the mayo? Let's be clear. Uh, are you are, are you, you adding are you home, the spice yourself? Are you home mixing it, Jesse? Are you? I've whipped up my own spicy mayo. No, I'm not making my mayo. I'm buying it. Thank there you. What kind of question is that? Here is something. There's a pro who made it. Right. If they listen, if somebody is doing it for their job, why would I try and do it as an amateur? And this I is my, this is the point you I was trying to make. Can say that about anything. Whenever well, I will say it about anything. Thank you very much. If <laughs> Whenever people say no shortcuts, I think, what the fuck are you trying to prove? Take yeah. the shortcuts. If there's the best example of this is for cooking, mm. when people try to, when you try and make brownies from scratch, what are you trying to prove? What's the go point? to the store? Sarah yeah. Lee, Duncan Hines, they're going to make a perfect brownie. It needs nothing added to it. What are you trying to prove by saying I don't take shortcuts? Take the shortcuts when they're available. So take the mayo as it's prepackaged with the wasabi. And I also love it because I've never tried it and I really mm. want it right now. Also, Thank mayo you. is delicious, even though if you list the ingredients in mayo, sounds real gross, right? It's eggs. And, I, it's basically eggs and oil just whipped up. They whip it. Yeah. And that's whipped. gross. It tastes amazing, though. So what, what, amazing. what are we trying to prove by saying we'd love that just for Jesse? We love it. We love we it. All I, love I'm not it. saying I don't love mayo. I'm saying relying on mayo as the main ingredient of deliciousness is is okay. something that I can only love for someone Great. else. And I love that for you. So, okay, Chris, what is your last love it? Okay, so my last love. So this isn't that new, but especially with quarantine, it's become even more. Mm. Um, I've always been very into nature documentaries. Um, and I saw recently a bald eagle while I was driving and I saw a real bald eagle. And so for me, I'm just like really on a mission to see a bear in real life. And I've always really wanted to see a bear and a moose in real life. I've never seen either. Um, but like people I think would underestimate how long I would last if I got lost in the woods. We underestimate it. You could actually. I think I could survive. last for pretty long. I know a lot about animals in nature, and people people don't think I would. Okay, okay, okay. Jesse. What? Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is I want the chance. <laughs> you're oh. loving animals, and you want to see them in the wild. Is what you're loving right now. Well, I kind of want the chance to have to survive in the woods. Okay. Okay. okay, you want almost a, a weird event to happen to you that you're stuck alone with w wildlife. <laughs> yeah. Until you're in the rescued. wilderness. That, I don't in the know. Wilderness. That can kill you. Deadly animals in some cases. Well, like natural animals that would naturally be in, uh, let's say the Adirondack woods. Oh, okay. We're right. getting, okay, got it. Okay, yeah. The only okay, unnatural thing would survive. be you. It'd be you. I'm not saying, you yes. don't belong there. I'm not saying I could survive uh, in the rainforest right i'm saying right. if i had to come face to face right. with bears i know kind of what to do with what bear mm. well i gotta <laughs> say chris i love that you know for you and i think what a fun time it'll be you know for you for to you. see for you. 
Yeah. You know, I respect bears. I love a good distance between uh-huh. us. I, I don't see myself thriving with one. Jesse, would you say I, you respect nature in general? I, I really do. Uh-huh. I really do respect nature. Well, I don't want to be attacked by a bear. Let's be clear here. Mm. I just want... It kind of feels like you do. Or at least you're putting yourself in a position to. <laughs> yeah. You know? I want like, okay, so me and some pals go out hiking. They go one way. And I'm like, it's actually this way. We get in an argument, say. Uh-huh. And I have to go that way. And then I'm stuck in the woods, okay? So you have a stuck in the woods I'm... fantasy. This is kind yeah, of like... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a fantasy for you. Not sexual. Well, it's but... coming out as a fantasy. Okay. Um, <laughs> Even now you're out I, there. You're out there. And I'm, I have nothing left. It's, it's your underdog tale. You want people to be like, Chris is going to die. But you want to be yeah. like, yeah, you bitches. Right. I didn't die. And I was almost mauled, but I wasn't killed. And this is very middle child of you. You feel underestimated and you want to prove <laughs> yeah. to the world what you're capable of. And I love this whole thing. I love yes, it. Yes, I do. I love That's it. a very good way to put love it. Love it for you. I want yeah. nothing to do with bears. <laughs> I want nothing to do with mooses. Mouse, whatever you call them. Yeah, what do you call bald them? Bald eagles Plural would love to see a bald news. eagle. Haven't seen one, so love that for you, genuinely. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome that you saw one. Nature That's is healing. Um, I don't have any... There are certain things... If you want to know something about me, Jesse, Chris... Yeah, I do. Here's a couple things you need to know about me. Yeah. Never going to climb a mountain. Never wow. going to run a marathon. Because I don't Ooh. give a fuck. It wouldn't yeah. do anything for mm. me. And I certainly am not going to get lost in the woods so I can tell the story of how I beat a bear. So that's yeah. I love that for you. And I and I do. I really do love that. But for you. I think it's great for you. I'm inspired. I love it. It's great I'm for you. Inspired. It's great for you. Thanks, guys. It's beautiful. Shall we move on to our next segment? Let's move on to our next segment. Okay, middle child of the week this week is somebody okay listen i'm not like a huge fan of hers but i'm a big fan of her career Mm. and how she's managed to somehow become a judge on america's got talent for this new season wow that is impressive vergara uh middle child stunningly beautiful obviously set for life for modern family but the fact that she's now a judge on america's got talent with assumedly not a lot of... T- I mean, she has the talent of an actress, but nobody's on America's Got Talent is doing monologues. So I I, I love that for her because I want that for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for Sofia Vergara, that's that's a, that's an accomplishment, okay? She's yeah. got the middle child fantasy. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be recognized for your body is such a... That's what I want for me as well. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I want people to be like... Yeah, she's not great, but have you seen her body? Like, I that's a fantasy of mine. I'd love to be, you know, just sort of talked about as I walk or something. Um, discussed in passing. And then people are like, well, what if we make her like the hot person? Like, I'd love to be cast in the hot yeah. role. And she me. has like a 21 year old son or older. She does. She yeah. Like yeah. She's really young. He's a grown up. It's well, she's not like in her late 40s, I think. She's not like too, too young. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. She had a. But yeah, good for her. She's leading the fight. I want to defend her talent, by the way. I oh. understand she's not your typical America's Got Talent judge. Yeah. However, she is very funny on Modern Family. 
I think she's very the words I that think people have written for. I her. think she, no, That's but I'm, I'm saying, saying I think she's I'm saying she's a good actress, but on America's Got Talent, it's usually like singers, fire breathers, dancers. Okay. I think she might have genuine talent as a comedic actress. I think she's good. Well, I agree on that. Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. on that. I'm just saying there's not a comedic actress performing on America's Got Talent that she could give her uh What does Simon Cowell have to? exactly? He's a producer? Yeah. What is what do any yeah, of these he people like have? Created... What does Scary Spice have to offer to a guy who's juggling? You know, what does Howie Mandel have? I I also hey, agree a lot hey, of watch the your judges. Mouth, okay, first of all, <laughs> go ahead. I agree. A lot of the judges come out of left field. I don't understand why they're. There. I want a triple threat. I think actually I agree. If I'm going to come with you on this little diatribe, it's that mm. we need a higher standard for what makes somebody judge worthy. Justin Timberlake, for example, funny, good actor, amazing singer. The man can dance. He can judge his ass off. I'm sure he can juggle too, you know? I bet he could juggle. I bet he yeah, can well, climb like a ladder the all voice, by himself. The voice, yeah. Go ahead. On The Voice, they have people that are like, that's why they're famous is because of their voice. Right. So like that, right. I understand. Right. America's mm-hmm. Got Talent's a whole different category. I, you know, I, I hate to say this about myself, but I think I could judge other people's talent. No, I know you can. But you're, well, you're a triple threat. <laughs> I am a triple threat, you know, so I know. Even though I actress, can't, actress, comedian. Thank you. Right. It's I can do it all. I can't juggle, but I know what a good juggler looks like. Right. It it looks like for me, I'm not stressed out. They're going to drop anything. I don't. If I'm stressed during your routine, I. You don't want get it. better. Get better. Uh, get better. What if they're living <laughs> on the edge and it's stressing you out, but then they make it happen? And if then it's you're part astonished. of the show, then he's working me like a fiddle, and then I like him. Okay. Yeah, you know? well, you I'm go. shocked that Sofia Vergara is a middle child. She Thanks. strikes me as an oldest. I, I really, really, because she's a very no, assertive see, a good individual. middle child comes off as an oldest in society's eyes. Oh, kind of like an introverted extrovert. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. okay. You'd be surprised these famous middle children, I'm telling you. I am surprised. You would. All right, guys, I think it's time we move on to our uh, My Favorite segment. Sean says he has come prepared. I know. He has a full idea. Do you know the rules, Sean? Uh, please reiterate the rules just so I don't miss there anything. There needs to be a role for me and a role for Jesse Got it. in your check movie. And check. That's the only rule. That's actually it. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to make you famous. Not real yeah. famous, but Hallmark Channel famous. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I think since Sean is our guest, he should start. I get to go first? Oh, this is huge. Okay. Before I start, can I actually say that I. I've been loving these Hallmark story. What, what do we call the segment? I didn't. I couldn't hear this. I couldn't hear this. Hallmark after. movie of the week. Hallmark, Hallmark movie of the week. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Can you just tell me? Indulge me for a moment. Where did who invented this? Where did this come from? The origin, origin, origin story. Well, Chris and I bonded over the fact that when when quarantine was starting, we both were watching like these romantic Hallmark Lifetime romantic comedy movies, movies because yeah. so hallmark is just the the title we've given it but right. it's any like netflix original lifetime, lifetime. any of the, it, yeah. it's mm-hmm. 90 minutes you're working for a kiss but you know what great. i mean we it's, love that it's, where did this pitch <laughs> idea come from because it is genius it is so good thank you yeah it sort of just organically one time i think we were just talking about one of the movies and then sort of said let's make our own up and then 
the audience loved it, we loved it, and it's taken off from there. Okay. We're okay. trying to get in touch with Hallmark. But it was, as you it was know. organic. Yeah. I'm just trying to ascertain whether or not this was a thing that was in the works for months, oh, if not no. years, and you just no. finally debuted it. Okay. No, it's no. gold. I've always thought about Hallmark movies. It is gold. But... And I will say so, uh, mine today is inspired by one of Chris's Hallmark movies. Mm. But I also mm. want to wow. say that I was listening to one from Jesse about a lawyer turned mob boss. Yeah. Whose father went to jail, but then she became his lawyer at the end. Yeah. And I want to propose a sequel. Okay. You can, you can come up with that for a later episode. Um, You can come up with the plot, but I don't know if you know this, but I watched, you know, if you've watched the Godfather, you know that the lawyer, the right hand woman or man Mm. to the mob boss, uh, if he, if he or she is a lawyer is called the consigliere. I didn't know that. Yes. So you call it right. Is this right? Chris consigliere. Yes. Yeah. So we do a sequel. It's a sequel to the original, and you are now his lawyer, and you are also inheriting his wealth. You are the consigliaris. Consigli, I'm dead. Oh wow, that's <laughs> I'm <a> great. Dead. <laughs> okay, I will say Jesse did take over already, but I do think the consigliaris is a beautiful, beautiful. beautiful she tried to call it married to the mob, the which is the reality show. <laughs> and, and her plot had nothing to do with getting married. It's but, true. No, Married to the Mob is not a sh- reality show. What is it? What is it? There was Mob Wives. There's um, Mob Families. You're thinking of Married to the Mob, which is the new Real Housewife of New York, Leah McSweeney's uh, clothing line is called Married to oh, the Mob. Oh, that is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But it was, it was, <laughs> I it know was, my like, Mob Wives. It, Thank you. But it was, a fra- it was a phrase I had heard before. Yeah. So when you said it, but it fit. Okay. So Chris did one a while back called <clears throat> Christmas in Quaint. I believe, uh, I believe it was yes, set in quaint Rhode like Island. Me. And the yeah. listeners have been talking about it ever since. I think it's clear oh. that it's one of the listener favorites. You would agree. Wow. Was it in Rhode Island? I thought it was in New Hampshire. Was it in New Hampshire? Or Vermont? Yeah. Oh, it was Vermont. Vermont. It was in Vermont. It was in Vermont. It's Thank literally, you. they're all interchangeable. We know right. exactly what we're picturing. So mine mm-hmm. is set in New Hampshire. Okay. Because okay, I want to go with that same quaint feeling, but it's mm-hmm. also timely to right now. Okay. <clears throat> so. Yeah. Opening scene. We're on a train going across yeah. New England. Mm. Me sitting next to Chris Burns, okay? Ooh. We're having a chat. We're talking about going where you headed, okay? And yeah. I, I introduce myself. I say, hey, my name is Nicholas St. Germain. You can call me uh. Nick. Oh. Uh, and, and Chris's character is named <clears throat> Richard, but he goes by Dick, okay? Yeah. Dick Frost, okay? <laughs> Don't love that, So okay. me and Dick, <laughs> my character and Dick Frost, I'm, we're talking about where we're headed. And Dick Frost yeah. is really excited to get home to his hometown, because he goes back every year from the big city to spend oh. Christmas with his family because the Christmas time in the town square is second to none in the entire mm. country of America. And I, this is at this point, I realize, oh, we're going the same place. I'm going home to visit my folks. And I'm telling Dick, I mean, D- Dick does not that interested. He's a little bit annoyed yeah. by me, but he's an enthusiastic yeah. person. So he's humoring me. And, yeah. and I'm telling him, well, I haven't talked to my parents in three, three years wow. since they left. The big city to move to the small town where you're from, Dick. Oh. And uh, we had a falling out, but I'm heading home to make amends with my folks. And wow. I can't wait to get there. Okay. But I'm yeah. kind of, I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of, uh, I got a stick up my ass. I'm kind of, a, ah. a, 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 I'm rough. I'm kind of, think, um, think Phil from Groundhog Day. 
You know, mm, I don't want to be. It. I don't want to go yeah. to this town. Okay, Ugh. I don't want to be so here. So, am I the one? Am I, I? Am I bothering you on the train, or you're bothering me? You just—it's one of those weird things where you started talking when the train started, and you can't get out of it. Like when you're on the flight, and you accidentally make eye contact with the person next to you, and then they exchange two uh, words. Yeah. Next thing you know, they think they can talk to you when really all you want to do is put your earbuds back in. But we right. both have made it uncomfortable for each other because we're introverted extroverts. So we're talking about <laughs> it, and I'm a weatherman like Phil. From okay, I'm a weatherman for the wow. big city. That's why Dick started talking to me. Hey, I know you. Are you Nicholas St. Uh, Germain? I'm like, yes, mm. nice to meet you. Oh, I always get recognized. I, I thought if Nick, I took yeah. the train, right? I'm Nick. So meanwhile, this whole time, there's a couple over there. They're over there. Okay. okay and they're played by Mary Steenburgen because I secretly have a crush on Mary uh, Steenburgen. Hot, okay. young, don't care, think she's hot. Okay, great. Uh, I think her last name is Steenburgen. 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 Yeah, or whether she's old or young, woman looks great. And then the dad is played by, you know, the tall guy who was one of the henchmen in Home Alone? I forget his yeah. name. But I love he's, he's also Christopher love. Lloyd. What's love. That? That's not Christopher Lloyd. Not Christopher Lloyd, but it's Chris something. He looks kind of like Christopher Lloyd. He does look like though. Christopher Lloyd. We couldn't get Early Christopher Lloyd. He was in this that baseball Homer. movie, too. He was in Rookie of the Year. Yes. And he was also, he's also in that series on Hulu, which I highly recommend, called... Wonder Years. Oh, yes. He's the voice of Wonder Years. But <laughs> yeah. no, it's um, A.D. Bryant, and it's called Trill. Trill. He's the dad oh, in Trill. So I realized he's right. perfect for this role. So they're old, I but they have, they have very gray hair, even Mayor mm. Steenburgen in this. And, and they're, they keep giving us looks because they clearly they're going the same place that we're going, uh, right? Okay. So I'm saying, you know, it's, it's going to be arduous for me. I'm not really looking forward uh. to going home, but I told my brother I would come make amends with the family. The St. Yeah. Germain's. You know, we spend every Christmas together, but I haven't been home in three years because they moved out of town, you know, so right. they're, they're in this mm. town. Finally, I do say, but I hear there's a big storm coming in, so I hope we get there before it hits. And oh, as I say, no. before it hits, we cut to credits. And it's one of those when it's like a car driving along in town. You're seeing how picturesque this town is, you know, yeah. you're seeing the town mm. square. The town square, by the way, is called Candy Cane Lane. Every ta- every street in town is named after a Christmassy thing. You've got Rudolph Street. <laughs> you've got you've got uh, whatever. You, you get the idea, right? Cookie F. Yeah. Yep. Co- cookie F. Okay, <laughs> it's going through, and then boom! Title card: Christmas in COVID. Ooh. The town's named COVID, New Hampshire. Okay, so we get we get to the train station just outside of COVID, New Hampshire, and okay. you can't. There is not a cab. Or an Uber. And I and say, so- you didn't see this one coming, huh, oh. weatherman? Oh. <laughs> I told you. I heard there was a front coming in, but I didn't know just how bad it was going to be. So yeah. so meanwhile, here's Dick Frost and, and Nicholas St. Germain trying to catch an Uber or a cab. And there's no one inside Anything. because the snow is pouring. Oy. And just as we are panicking and ready to go back to the big city, this <laughs> lovely little couple comes over and says, we'll give you a ride. We live in town. If you don't mind, though, uh, it's going to be, we have to stop at our home. We own an air, uh, a bed and breakfast in town. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I say, this is interesting because I'm from here and I don't recognize you. Well, they they're, they live, at, they, they're at a bed and breakfast. They're not like in the center of town. They're like just outside of town, on the edge of okay. town. So they, we, we graciously say, we'll go with you. you know. We, yeah. But by the time we get to the bed and breakfast hotel, the yeah. snow has dumped and no. we can't get out. We can't oh get God. to COVID. You guys, everyone is stuck. You're snowed in? Everyone is stuck in, stuck inside because wow. of COVID. Can we make COVID. it to the bed of breakfast? 
We made it to the bed you're, and breakfast. You're stuck in the bed and breakfast. In the bed and breakfast. I love we are that. all stuck inside, you guys, and COVID. <sighs> COVID has got us stuck inside, okay? Wow. We're, we're stuck away from our families at Christmas. No, that's, that's not the, at Christmas. I don't know if you guys are catching this. The whole plot of this movie is being away from your family during I, COVID. I think you know? I, I, yeah, so, I got it. I got so, it. <laughs> so here we are. Who do I see who greets us at the door? Now, I am in no mood. I am in no oh, mood. Oh, I can't I was, imagine. I don't even know why I came all this way, but now I can't Ugh. see my family. Christmas is ruined in COVID. But who mm. do I see to come get my bags at the door? Jennifer Jolly, played by one, <laughs> Jesse Jollis. Now, she is looking good. She's looking cute. Ooh. Okay. She's Jenny got, Jolly. Je- Jenny Jolly. Okay. But I'm, I, we make a terrible first impression. She is so, uh, it, she's exuberant. She's yeah. she's happy. She's jolly, some would say. And yeah, I, I mean, and it's almost Christmas. It's almost Christmas, and I'm not having it. So it's it's uh, January 22nd right here, oh, okay? okay? So we're it's like- January? January, sorry. December 22nd. 22nd, okay. okay. Months, guys, time has left my brain. I forget what <laughs> up is down. COVID. Months don't we got exist. It. Okay, COVID. So <laughs> December 22nd, we all just settle in for the night. This yeah. lovely couple, unnamed, oh. tells us that we can have rooms, their treat- so oh my God. Dick Frost is still, he loves Christmas. So he's like, yeah. I don't know what the big problem is. At least we still get to have Christmas in COVID. And I'm like, I'm away from my family. We're all separated. This is a nightmare. So we all go to bed. Mm-hmm. The next day we get up, we're doing breakfast because as one does in a bed and breakfast. Yeah, you and Jennifer is trying, Jenny is just trying to cheer me up. And I'm yeah. not, I'm not having it, you know? Mm. And it's at this point we find out the phone lines are down. All we have yeah. is the radio and okay. the mayor comes on, okay, on December 23rd. The mayor yeah. comes on the radio and he announces Christmas and COVID is canceled. And I'm no. like, oh, just no. great. And then we're talking fe- the, the the parade, the Christmas Day parade around <gasps> Candy parade. Cane Lane is. Which I always headline. You headline. I mean, honestly, that's true. I forgot that. I forgot to mention. Jack Frost is is the headliner at it. Wow. Yeah, he is what not a gig. A, he is not a COVID showgirl. He, my dear. I am a headliner. headliner. <laughs> so he's, he, but he's, he's going with it. And Jenny's trying to be sweet to me, and I am just being such a grump. And it's at this point that Dick points out to me that Jenny has a thing for that she's being nice to me, that she might have a thing for 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 Nicholas, you know. Oh, I am a matchmaker. Right. You are, you are, you are. So so you kind of pull me aside and you're like, you need to be nicer to her. That sort of thing, you know? And meanwhile, I'm like, this is just so annoying. You know, yeah. it's that whole thing. So and she's like baking cookies for you. Right. And you're not appreciating From scratch. Them. From scratch. <laughs> from <laughs> scratch. Something so, to prove. So that night I try to go and make amends. So we're all oh. like, you know, we have our eggnog, our, our yeah. mold wine, whatever. And Dick is like, just go over there and talk to her. So yeah. I go to have a chat with Jenny. Yeah. And it just all comes out wrong. You know, oh, I just, no. I say it wrong. I'm like, it's whatever. And then finally... We just have this moment where you're like, yeah. forget it. It's fine. No, like, don't, don't, don't feel guilty about it. When, it, when it's Christmas time in COVID, yeah. everything is forgiven. And at that point, my heart starts to soften. And I go in for the kiss. Oh, with, wow. With Jenny Jolly. Because there's a moment. We're having a moment. You know. Oh, it's we're a, mo- a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. moment. And I'm sitting at the table like, ah. Uh, <laughs> well, you're over there sipping your mold wine. What she's <laughs> having. <laughs> And right at that moment, a siren, a siren no. blares no, from what? COVID in town. We were about to have our moment. Have a, oh, a moment. We're about to have our kiss. <sighs> siren blares. We turn on the radio. It's an mm. emergency. It's a state in New Hampshire. All of the state of New Hampshire has declared a state of emergency. And yeah. Christmas is not I have only an canceled. emergency of love. It's 
they're they're saying don't go outside. You, <gasps> nothing nothing is going to open up for di- weeks, maybe months, maybe years. Nobody knows how long it's going. Can you imagine such yeah. a thing? Right. What? Can you imagine? Can you such imagine a thing? being stuck inside for so long? At this very moment, okay, mm. Jack has had a few too many, just uh, a couple too like- many. And he says, fuck it. And Who's he, Jack? Do I say Jack? Jack? Sorry, you are uh, Dick. Dick. I forgot. Uh, Jack oh, Frost, okay. Dick Frost. Sorry. <laughs> so Dick storms off out of the room. And we were, we're caught up me. in our thing. You know, we're panicking. Yeah, yeah. And I realized, like, I better go check on Dick. You know? Yeah, you so I go, I go check to, I'm going to go get Dick. I'm going to go get some Dick. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to get some Dick. <laughs> and at this point, Jenny goes, maybe I had them all wrong. So I go up, I open the door. Dick is nowhere to be seen. His window was open, snow blowing in. No. And I realized oh Dick God. snapped. He tried to walk into town in the snowstorm. He escaped. We were out of we were out of mold wine. You're out of mold wine. You're a little tipsy, but you also were just it's too much. You can't Ugh. do Christmas in COVID without your family. You can't do it. So I rushed downstairs. Uh, Jenny's like, I got this. We put on old tiny snowshoes because I always wanted oh. to wear those, you know, yeah. those, those things. We trudge out in the snow. We make yeah. it about five, maybe 10 minutes outside the, <laughs> the bed and breakfast and realize Dick wasn't getting far. He didn't even, ha- he had a t-shirt on. Okay. He's collapsed in the snow. We lend him one snowshoe each and walk him back to the house. Okay. <laughs> And, I wear a size 13 and lands and a 15 and <laughs> right, one. Right, but these are, these like fit. They're like, it's you know, one size fits all. It fits all because they strap yeah, yeah. onto your shoes. I don't think if you know that they're like, they look like tennis rackets. I know what a snowshoe okay, is. Okay, great. These are old tiny. So do you because you're telling your size. So we get back to the end, but the moment was ruined between us. Oh. You see, Jenny, we missed our chance. Yeah. We missed oh, our no. chance. So now I'm just in a horrible mood. I'm back Ugh. to being the Grumpy. grim, grim grumpus. Okay. I'm a Grinch, if you will. So yeah. the next morning we wake up, it's Christmas Eve. Okay. Uh, and mm. oh, Jenny's got a pep in her step, but she's just yeah. still like, you know, keeping her distance. Yeah. Um, Dick is trying to make amends, so he's in a great mood. And of course, Ma and Pa over here, the, the Jollies, yeah. they're parents. How are they? Are they they're great? Oh. They're all they're oh. game for all this, but they're kind of all knowing about what's going on this whole time. Of so all day, Jenny decides she is the Christmas hero. She's like an elf in the yeah. sense that. She's going to make this day special for both of us. So all day activities. We're we're decorating. We're making gingerbread houses. Okay. Yeah. We are making uh, eggnog, but like custom. We eat build your own eggnog. Uh, what Ooh, else does one do? Oh, we're, wow. we're, we're taking scissors. I'm using my skills. Scissors <laughs> skills. She gets special left-handed scissors for for Dick. And we're making yeah. those like the, the expandable uh, snowflakes. snowflakes. We're doing oh, yes. it all. Putting, putting popcorn on dental floss. Exactly. Oh. It's an all day affair. And at this point. Dick comes back to me and he's like, did you ever, what happened between the two of you last night? I'm like, did you get it in, I don't, bro? I didn't get it in. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get it. And he's like, well, you better make up for it now because tomorrow's Christmas and you got to yeah. make this special for her. So Christmas Eve night rolls around and wow. Dick. The re- most magical time right, of the year. Yeah. Yeah. The most magical. And, and it's just ruined, you know, but Dick mm. is, he's. He's like, okay, guys, I'm I'm gonna go to bed, and I promise I'm not gonna climb out the window tonight. So he retires for the evening. Nice, yeah. And there we are, Jenny, oh yeah, Nicholas, and Ma and Pa, and they're sitting oh, by there, crackling fire by the crackling fire. How did you know? You've seen a Hallmark movie, okay? <laughs> I was just hoping. Um, and Pa says, actually, maybe Ma, Ma, your mom yeah. says, did I ever tell you the story of how we first met, or how we fell in love? 
And Jenny goes, I've never heard this story, Ma and Pa. I've never heard it. Um, and so we're sitting there and she tells the most heartwarming story about how one Christmas, oh, I don't know how many years ago, <laughs> we've lost track of time. Yeah. Um, how Pa, um, there was a huge snowstorm one no. Christmas and Christmas was going to be ruined. No one could get toys for the little boys and girls. So Pa, who had a wood shop, went to yeah. work making toys yeah. for all the little boys and girls he yeah. put on a pair of snowshoes. Oh. Actually, those very snowshoes right over there. No. And he went around town and delivered toys to every child in town. My father, Santa Claus. Your father, <laughs> maybe Santa Claus. Okay. Yes. So you're just a tears goes down my face. I finally, that icy, uh, that icy heart of mine yeah. is finally fully melted. You know? Wow. It grows three and sizes. It, and at this point, and at this point, uh, Ma and Pa retire for the evening. It's just the two of us by the firelight one more time, crackling yeah, yeah, firelight. Yeah. And you are like kind of trying to give me um, a little bit of privacy because I'm tearing up over here and I'm trying to pretend I'm not. So you get up and you start tidying up because you're still running a bed and breakfast. I'm tidying And, you, and yeah. you're, uh, you're, you're dusting, you're dusting, and you're dusting I'm the dusting. mantle. <laughs> you're dusting the mantle. And you notice there's a book that your dad had just put back as he left on the mantle. And you go, I've yeah. never seen this book before. And you open it up. And I walk over and in the middle, there is a photograph in this book. And it is like the story of, of a town in Germany, okay, where this Christmas miracle happened. And there's a picture, a portrait of two people that look exactly like your parents, exactly this age. And it turns out they're Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus, according Stop to you. It. And you never knew this. And at this how would moment, I know? how would you know? And we're both you never like, wondered why your parents were ten, seventy from the time they were born. Seven, the time you really, were right, Jenny isn't the sharpest in every way. She never wow. really got. She grew older, but they never aged. So tingles. We're both having an ASMR moment. It's like, oh wow, my god! Meanwhile, magical tendrils, like you can see it on the Hallmark movie screen. Like, yes, they come around no. us, and and it's like a, a Christmas miracle. I finally, I've, I, I, no inhibition. I go in for the kiss, and as I uh, kiss. Yeah. Those tendrils spiral out of the bed and breakfast and into town. And you see it like kind of dance, this tendrils dancing over the town square, which is covered in like 12 feet of snow. Wow. So we have our kiss. Wow. Okay, great. Cut to black. Commercial. Okay. Next morning, uh, we wake up and I like come out of the sheets. And then yeah. this is like a friend's moment. I don't know if you guys remember when Monica and Chandler got together. I but see. Who pops out of the sheets? Jenny Jolly. And we're naked <laughs> in bed. And then we do okay. the thing where we like double take. And then we look underneath yeah. the sheets together to like, and we look again because we're naked. To you know, confirm funny. that. Right. And we're like, Does this, did this really happen? Like, oh my God. And then we go back to cuddling because we are deeply in love. What okay? is Dick yeah. doing this whole guy? Dick, I'll tell you what Dick's doing because I know I, this is your big moment. Dick, not, lo and behold, Dick bangs on the on the door you've got to come see this you've got to come see this and we're like oh, come on dick you're like come on me right dick. now come on <laughs> so we throw on our clothes we throw yeah. up the sash dick comes in the room i think throw up a sash isn't that a thing from the night before christmas i don't know it's like a sh uh, curtains we pull the curtains oh we look outside yeah. the snow has melted there's like a <gasps> foot of snow left on the ground it's a christmas miracle it's we, a miracle we, it's the tendrils christmas is back on so we turn on the radio the weatherman, I'm not the weatherman in COVID. He right. says there was a heat wave overnight. Must have been melted all the what? snow. The end of this story is global warming. Global warming. We go outside 
And just as we go outside, the snowplow comes by and you can see like, we're going to be able to get into town. We go into town. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All together. We, we drop, jump in a sleigh because your parents own a sleigh. It's of vintage. <laughs> the five of us go into town together. Yeah. And as we get there, it is just full of every person in COVID. COVID is can't. Christmas and COVID is back on. Okay. It's back on, We're no baby. longer stuck inside. It's a miracle. Uh, and as we arrive, I go, mom and dad, it's you. And they run over. We embrace. Uh, and who do they turn to see? Their favorite person. Jenny Jolly is standing right there. Jenny. Jenny, how do you know Nicholas? And they go, and you go, Nicholas, how do you know them? And I, and, and you're like, wait, you're the son of the St. Germain's. They're my favorite customers. They come stay at the bed and breakfast all the time to get out of town. And so we embrace Dick's over here. Meanwhile, Dick catches the eye of a saucy little elf over there. Oh, finally, Dick gets Uh a little action. Dick is going to get some dick at the end of this movie. Okay. (laughs) Dick is going to get, meanwhile, Dick goes over and he is just like one of his fanboys. Peripheral homo just (laughs) finds an eye look at the end of the movie. Thanks, Hallmark. So everyone embraces with their significant other (laughs) as the camera pans out to the greatest Christmas celebration in history. Christmas and COVID. The end. And during the credits, we see see Dick headlining. (laughs) He's headlining. <laughs> the I'm performing to Donna Summer's Heaven Knows. Oh, oh, well. And then I forget. And then credits, credits go. Yeah. And credits. then a song kicks in. Now, I don't know how we got the rights to the song. Well, it's John Hallmark. Lennon singing. So, <laughs> so this is COVID. Tell me, where have you been? Another <laughs> See, year older. A big fan. Oh. No one begins. Christmas. Sean. So this so is this COVID. I can't believe wow. we could afford it. You know, most of the budget went to that. That's why they hired us. A as the lot actors. of the budget went to that, <laughs> yeah. and that's why it was a minimal set. Minimal. It was one really, yeah. you know. Well, I heard that the actor that played Dick was friends with Yoko Ono, and that's how oh. they got the song. Wait, you have a Yoko connection? Is that true? No. Okay. <laughs> That was the longest Hallmark movie pitch in history. But no, it was not. No, it actually Sean. wasn't. Okay, that was it. perfect it was timing, and I love that movie. Christmas um, and COVID. I love it. I want to. I want to be in it. Me. Jesse, I think we should tell one together. Let's tell one together. I like that idea. Do you have an idea? <laughs> um, no. I mean, I have. <laughs> I have sort of one. Wait, I thought all of these were fully like scripted no, before you up. get here. I know you make them up. Oh, so these are no. fully improv. <laughs> yeah. Fully improv. Yeah. Hey, can I, and if, can you guys tell the story and can I play the role of the nitpicker? Can I be yeah. like a real Dick yeah, Frost over it. here? Okay, good. You nitpick. Okay. Sean, you tell us, do you have a, an idea, a direction you want us to Should start in? Should we do the consigli- consigliere? I feel like the consigliaris is good for another episode because I want something because I thought that your character in that one needed more, Chris. You okay, know, listen. All right, I have an idea. Okay, okay. I am the sun. Yeah. So Jesse and in I the sky. are both You're the, the sun. sun. Okay, got Jesse it. and I are both the son and the daughter. Oh. Of the coaster family. Okay, so okay. they're known, very well known, all around the world for owning basically six flags amusement parks okay okay wow. so it's wow. it, they're called the coast it's called coasters 
Park, and it's just ironic that our last name is Coaster. It is ironic. People are always oh. like, "That's not your real last name, is it?" And I'm like, "No, it actually is." It is it possible that the that it's an old family and roller coasters are named after your family? Well, we don't know. We do go back many uh, generations, generations okay. so that yeah. could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my my name is um, Claude, and Claude Coaster. Jesse is Claudette. <laughs> which is fucked up of our parents. Yeah. But we're clotting. That's Claudette. weird. Yeah. Have you ever heard George Foreman? You guys know the guy, the boxer slash grill maker? I know him. Every. Yeah, he named he, all five of his kids George. George or Georgette. <gasps> Everyone. Or Georgina? No, it's Georgette. George and Georgette. There's That's like eight sick. of them. It's crazy. That's sick. Well, you're yeah. the coasters are not well, far off. Our parents were I'm big living. Foreman fans. We never had a meal that didn't come off a George Foreman grill. They wow. loved it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, that was their inspiration. Uh, and so there's actually two older Claudes and two younger Claudettes. Jesse and I are the two in the middle. Middle, middle children. Does okay, it go boy, so the, boy, boy, girl, girl, girl? And and she's one below you? Yep. Got it. Okay. Oh, great. But we were born, we're twins. We're we were born twins. at the, so we're only Same a minute time. apart. Okay. Minute apart. And our parents never told us who was first so that we never knew. They refused. So we're 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 middles. Yeah. <laughs> and so the two two clouds we haven't seen in years. One's a doctor I heard out in California. The other uh, is a a Broadway star. Wow. And then the Claudettes. One moved. Um, she's a big finance whiz in Orlando, Florida. Wow. And the other one uh, is in the Peace Corps, and she moved to Guatemala to save the rainforest. Oh, wow. And our parents were very supportive, but then it fell on on myself and Claudette mm. to really, you know, take over the family sure. tycoon, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so... Now, we're now, both... now, a coaster family is called a family tycoon. Is that what you... Is that the terminology, the nomenclature? The movie is called Coaster, a family tycoon. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> the coaster's a family tycoon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. would see that movie. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and so Claudette comes to me and, mm. and she's like, listen... I'm, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Ugh. And I'm like, Claudette, we have to do this. We're, ty- we're coaster families. Right. We're coasters. <laughs> <laughs> and our parents are like, we're opening a new park in Oklahoma. And you two are going to go and you're really going to be the, the head honchos in charge. Oh, I'm starting to I'm feel like, like you're about to be fish out of water here the minute you get to Oklahoma. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Well, we, this isn't our first rodeo. We've opened other other... Right, Parks. but Oklahoma—that's a different. In breed. Oklahoma, sexy accents, but and lots of folksy phrases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm like Claudette. Yeah, exactly. I'm like we're going to a new state. People don't really know us there, but you know, we're gonna do our best. And she says, "I have other dreams." And I say, "You don't think I have other dreams?" Ooh. Remember when I auditioned for American Idol? Yeah. And Claudette's like, "Yeah, I remember. You bring it up all the time." Uh, but I never really made it to Hollywood. You didn't get that ticket. But I wanted to be a singer. Yeah. And she wanted to be a um she wanted to be a singer as well. Oh. So we both wanted to be <laughs> singers. Singers. <laughs> <laughs> and so our parents are like, Okay, this is your budget. It's ten million dollars. <laughs> you're gonna go to Oklahoma, you're gonna open up the park. Right. We want you know, all these roller coasters. There's things that they have to follow. Work coasters family. Right. You mean like and standards that are set? Like Disney has a certain standard. The yes, coasters exactly. have an even higher standard. It's a coaster. But you're going to yeah. build an entire park for $10 million. Do I get that straight? 
It's Oklahoma. Money goes far. Got it. But then I say, well, only $10 million. And my dad's like, you know that money is unlimited. We're very wealthy. But, you know, I like to see what you can do with a tight budget. Mm. And Claudette says, okay, like Claude's going to stay in budget. And we have a good laugh because I'm notoriously a big spender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the big laughs of the movie. I can see that. That's yeah. a big laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and so we get down to Oklahoma and yeah. I'm like, this is beautiful. It's on the grounds of an old opera house. Okay. <sighs> It's giant. You would think it's bigger than the Grand Ole Opry. No. And we had famously once saw Carrie Underwood yes. make her debut at the Grand Ole Opry. That's right. And Marin Morris. Okay. Which is true. I did see them both at the Grand Ole Opry. So I'm speaking. I did what's, my research. What's the name of this venue? The Grand Ole Club? Well, it's, 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 it's falling apart. Oh, so, okay. I mean, people don't even remember when it was there. It's huge. It's 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 beaten down. It needs a total, total renovation. Yeah, they called but it the my, Big O. Big O. They called it the Big O. Mm-hmm. The Big O. We talked to some townspeople. That's what they say. That's what they said. And so uh, our father, I'm like, did you know this is a giant opera house? He's like, oh, God, it was supposed to be knocked down before you even got there. They'll, they're coming to do demolition. Let me find out. He Ugh. calls. He finds out. They're coming in, in three weeks to do the demolition. And I'm like, well, we can't get started on anything until... Until what are we, we supposed get to this, do? Yeah. This giant 50,000 square <sighs> foot. I'm 100,000 square foot. It's huge. It's massive. It, it, it holds uh, 30,000 people. Okay. For reference, Madison Square Garden holds holds 14,000. Yeah, 14. Yeah. Okay. That, so and that's a reference. This so it's wow. the biggest arena in America is what you're saying. That's right. Okay. It's, I mean, it's not like the size of MetLife Stadium, which holds like 85,000, but it's <laughs> the biggest indoor. Indoor. Uh, it's uh, indoor. Now, now, at this point, I'm starting to wonder as a viewer, what would yeah. be the budget if we wanted to scrap the theme park <gasps> and just renovate the Big O? Would it be roughly... Well, Ten million dollars. It's almost like I'm getting to that. Okay, got it. Almost like I'm getting. Listen, I love, I love a good tease. Go ahead. Who doesn't? Uh, And so, again, it's dilapidated. Claudette opens the door. Bats fly out. Ew. And she said that happens every time I have sex too. We have a good laugh. (laughs) Big laugh. (laughs) Because really uh, big laugh. (laughs) Because we both haven't um, been with anyone in a long time because we've been so focused on work. Yeah, we don't trust Um, people easily. Exactly, and then that's when. Claudette turns to me and she says, you know what? Hmm. We could really turn this into something. Let's not tell our parents <gasps> and let's take that $10 million plus and renovate this into the biggest opera house this side of the Mississippi. Oh, wow. And which side of the Mississippi is that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's on the right side. <laughs> it is on the um, it's eastern seaboard. Is it? You, it's, well, it's almost. Um, is it? Oklahoma. Uh, this is the part where Sean dies. And he uh, <laughs> wait. Why am I not in this in movie yet? Oh, and this guy falls We're from not the rafters. Okay, and he dies. We're not there okay, yet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, Jesse, do you want to take over? Here I come. Okay. So, bats fly out. I'm like, my vagina. Big laugh from the audience. Everyone sort of gets that keep. And so, Claude says, um, <laughs> Claude says, <laughs> sorry. 
What's he say? Claude says, I'm going to retire for the night. I kind of have a headache. And I say, okay, you know, save me a, a mint on our old pillow and I'll, and I'll be back in a second. I'm sort of wandering around this this opera house and, and I make way, my way to the stage, you know, and I can't help it. And I, I say, let me just let me just sing an old song I used to sing for my American Idol audition, which also went nowhere, which was Celine Dion, near far, wherever you are, okay? So I start singing it, and all of a sudden I stop. I go, oh, remember those days I hear clapping. I go, oh. I didn't even know anybody was here, okay? And from the dark shadows above is Sean, who in this case is called Ralph, okay? Yeah. And I go, oh, my God. And you go, I'm the old lighting tech. And I go, oh, well, I'm Claudette Coaster. I'm here because, and you're like the theme park. We know, we know. You know, you're going to ruin something magical. The big O is more than just, you know, an opera house. It's, 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 it's history. It's history is the thing. And you're going to kill that for roller coasters? And I, I get a little defensive. I'm like, okay, roller coasters are my family's life. I'm yeah. a tycoon. Like this is, we didn't. This isn't even supposed to be here, you know. And I was just sort of testing out the acoustics. And you say, well, you can't find acoustics like this anymore, you know. And right. um, you should really think about that before you ruin it. And you sort of leave me with that. Can I in this scene before I leave because I'm upset? <laughs> yeah. Can I can I this be the moment where I say the name of the film in my dialogue? Sure. Ah, just like you guys, the coasters, a family of tycoons. And then I <laughs> yeah. storm. And off. then you leave. Okay, great. You leave, but you leave the spotlight on. And I sort of I stand in that for a second and I really I feel the heat, you know? <laughs> But isn't it interesting <laughs> that when you're around me, you feel like the spotlight is on you? You feel special. Isn't that? It is special. Okay. Don't it, try to stir up any shit here, bitch. Okay. <laughs> so I, I go back to the hotel room and, you know, Claude. <laughs> Claude's pilled out. Claude, asleep. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's pilled out. And he is, you know. He, you've got Vogue magazines on the wall yeah. and you say, Claudette, we're scrapping everything. I said, that's what I was going to tell you. You say, we never got on American Idol and this is our shot. And the big O is, is the place we're going to do it. And what if we bring in our favorite pop star? What if we do this big comeback tour and we're the, we're the headliners of it? And I go, comeback? We never even had a career. And you go, shh. We're heiresses. We're heiresses. And in this town, we will. And I go, okay, so you're telling me. And I say, oh, I met the lighting guy. He's a rough around the edges, um, but did make me feel like there was a spotlight on me the whole time. So that was sort of uncanny. But, uh, you know, uh, what am I? Bats fly out of my vagina. You know, no one's going near say, that. I don't like him. Oh, yeah. And you already don't like him. I'm like, okay. So next morning, we all get there. You've got maps. You've got designs. You've got our team coming in who thought they were going to build a roller coaster, which, by the way, we decide it would be a good idea to have a roller coaster go all the way around exactly the big O so that it's a mix of both. Okay, It's, it's indoor and both. outdoor. You're saying when we're not doing a concert, we're running a roller coaster. That is what I'm saying. Oh, and there's a part there's a part in the coaster where it actually stops on stage in the <gasps> in the spotlight. 
bold choice for a classic hundred well, plus year old opera house. But if yeah. it stops, if it stops, and you're sitting in the seat that's in the spotlight, that's your American Idol moment. Got that's it. your moment. And you, they, a mic drops, and you have forty seconds, forty seconds to belt out a tune. Yeah, and the roller coaster it, is called the moment. Got it. Yeah, got it. The moment. Kind of like Kelly Clarkson would have said, <sighs> "Some people wait a lifetime." For a, for a moment like this. That's right. exactly what she would yeah. have said. And that song is the only song that's banned because so many people <laughs> right. can't do it. <laughs> okay. So we start we start drawing up plans. We start getting things going. Um, you know, Ralph is there looking hot. Um, but he has a friend with him, which mm-hmm. I I go, who's that? He goes, well, I'm lighting, and this is the stage manager. And this is a very nebbish Jew. Um Ooh. <laughs> I know where this is heading. <laughs> and he's got a clipboard, you know what I mean? And he's like, okay, we can't, you know, the way a stage matters. He said, we can't do that. We can't do that. You know, that's, we can't have the world. I go, just relax. And then you're like, I'll handle him. So Claude really comes in, uh, you know, guns a blazing towards um, this little Jew that we will call David. <sighs> David. 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 And he actually, we say, okay, David, La- he goes, no, no, it's David. Question. A lot, lot yeah. of nebbish Jews down in Oklahoma? Is that? This he was a stage manager. And he never left. Okay. Exactly. Got it. Got so it. he's got a stage manager. And you're actually very close to him. You you two are very, you have like a fun little rapport. Ralph, and, we all Ralph know. and David. Exactly. Yeah, we you all say know. He's, stressed, he's stressed out all the Just time. Just ignore him. Well. Just ignore <laughs> him. <laughs> he's gonna say no to every idea but that's sort of like that's what happens so so claude's like i'll handle him chris do you want to take over the the handling okay Okay, so i say i'll handle i'll handle david yeah and so i go over and he and we we uh i'm like hi i'm i'm claude and he says hi 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 and i'm like so technically i'm your boss so i'm gonna need you to pay attention to me yeah and he's like okay sorry uh whatever and a little too is like ralph makes like a little uh comment Ooh. about a spotlight and i say okay sir i took your two cents and i will throw them back at your face and then claudette says just he's fine okay he yeah. just gets riled up if he's not the one in charge right and so then we tell david listen this is our plan we're gonna mm-hmm. whatever and he's like wait you auditioned for american idol and i'm like yeah i auditioned for american idol and he was like i used to be a production assistant on that show no and i say what what year and he says 2009 2009 and i was like that's the year i auditioned and he was like oh my god yeah i don't remember a lot because i was so stressed but somebody came in and and they sang bonnie ray and i thought it was the most beautiful (laughs) version (laughs) of that song Uh. i've ever heard and Simon and Paula and Randy all said no because he wasn't conventionally uh, hot enough. And I say, I wasn't conventionally hot enough at that time. And then he's like, wait a second. You're you're not Claude Coasters, are you? (laughs) And I say, yeah. Have you not been following along? And he's like, I don't pay attention to society. Uh, I don't. I. I. Uh, okay. I just read uh, the New York Times. We love that. And I say, Oh my God, that was me. And he said, Oh my God, I've been thinking about you for eleven <gasps> years. And I'm like, Wow, okay. And then I start to back off a little because now scares the tables you. have turned and I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I start going in my shell. Oh gosh. Um, 
And then Claudette sees what's going on. And yeah. so she goes to Ralph and she's like, looks like somebody has a connection here. And Ralph says, looks like somebody does. Uh-oh. And looks at her with those eyes. And then she's like, oh, <gasps> shit. Oh, right. Shit. Your heart just started okay. faster. So we're, we're both retreating at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're both retreating. And so then we both turn meaner, obviously. Of course. And we're like, okay, everybody get back to your goddamn job. <laughs> We need this place open by tomorrow. Yeah, this better shine like the top of the Chrysler building. <laughs> okay, that, I turned to Annie. Is that, references. is that a folksy thing? That yeah, okay. yeah, they that's say right down um, there in Oklahoma. And so then, <laughs> have seen the Chrysler building? It doesn't oh, shine. I, yeah, I turn to Claudette and I say, "Okay, this is the roster. Uh, I con- I've contacted some of my friends." Mm-hmm. And we have Ariana Grande coming in tomorrow. No Perfect. way. Yes, we have <laughs> strings to pull. Celine Dion. We have Adele. Uh, we have a hologram of Whitney Houston. I'll take it. We have the list is just. I mean, it might as well be the Met Gala. Wow. And then, and then I say, and then I, I'm gonna perform Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Claudette says, "Wait, when am I going?" And I say, "Claudette, you are." headlining the show <gasps> you're performing for a moment like this by kelly clarkson because people hadn't taken that yet oh my right God. So she was the first and i yeah. say you're going to be the only person that performs that here because it's going to be banned wow <laughs> right it's like retiring a jersey number. You can't do it. question now i know that claude is going to perform this song and it's just going to tear the house down yeah. But couldn't we have gotten Bonnie Raitt to do it as a duet with you if we're getting Adele and Ariana Grande? No. No. Claude That's, doesn't like to share. He doesn't like to share. Never mind. I don't like to share the spotlight. There's no duets here. Right. Except no duet. for Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande performing their new song. <laughs> right. Which is going to be a challenge for Ralph to light because we know that they're very competitive. Oh, gonna Ralph is going to have to do his Ralph, magic. you can do it. Okay, yeah. you can handle it. And then I roll my eyes and right. I'm like... Hopefully, this is knows? a stage lighter's dream, just for the record. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Claudette says, okay, and then immediately starts panicking. Well, yeah. She says, I don't know if I can do that. And are, is she going to do that so, with Celine? Or again, that's stupid. She, Why would I? No, she is headlining and singing from a moment like this Kelly by Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson by herself. Okay. By myself, solo. And so now we cut to the next day. Okay, <gasps> it's opening day. Okay. We're nervous. We're scared. Oh. I'm me, my mama, moo. <laughs> uh, Sally d- takes seashells by the seashore. You know, I'm yeah. like warming up. Yeah. And uh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And I say to David, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm feeling more nervous than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know if I can do this. And he said, you could do this 11 years ago. And you can do this today. And I say, I just get so nervous. And he said, I get nervous too. And I say, what do you get nervous about? And he says this. And then he kisses me. Oh, oh my oh. God. That is adorable. And so Ariana Grande's on. She's playing. <laughs> we hear Celine is belting. Um, Can there be a moment when you guys kiss now. where Adele in her like cute British accent is just, oh, I had a feeling about you too. I would just love that. I yeah, want to see that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had a feeling that you two would end up together. You'd be together Look forever, at... these two. And she's like, that's my friend Claude. Uh, and he really understands the meaning of someone like you. Mm. And I say, Adele, keep walking. Adele, keep I'm, walking. I'm yeah. Stepping in the cock block. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I go <laughs> on. I perform. I slay. But now we have Claudette. Oh, yeah. And she is shaking in her 
boots. Oklahoma, Oklahoma cowboy. cowboy That's right. right. Yeah. And so she says, I, 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 I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. And then Ralph turns to David, who's now up in the, in the lighting booth. And he says, I need to go help her. Because Ariana Grande is now on her fourth song. And it was supposed to be <laughs> Claudette. Ariana only has four songs. She can't So go. now Ralph is, Ralph is back, backstage with Claudette. And okay. Jesse, you can take over. Okay, and I go, oh, God. And so Ralph, knock, knock, knock. Can I come in? I'm like, no. And he comes in. I go, I... I can't do this. I say, I can't do this for many reasons. I say, number one, I don't know if this is my moment. I don't know if I can sing. And number two, I'm a fraud. And you say, you're a fraud? What do you mean? And I say, I'm standing in the big O and I've never had one. And you go, what What do you mean you've never had one? I go, a big O. <laughs> and you go, you've never had a big O? And I said, no one's loved me enough to... Bring me to it. And I just feel like I'm living a lie. And you say, how many songs does Ariana have left? And I say, I think four more. And you go, that's all the time I need. And that's we see right. that Ariana Grande is doing her entire <laughs> set list from her tour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's buying time. She's buying time. And she, you go, that's all the time I need. And we start making out and then the door closes and then it cuts to seven Ariana Grande songs later. Door opens. My hair is a little bigger, but still looks good. Okay. And then you say, you go be the big O that I know you can be. And I say, shine the light hard. Okay. So (laughs) I go to the wings. Wait, wait, do I get on the radio up to up to our, our friend david and i go you david yeah. she's ready hit it <laughs> yeah okay, yeah hit, hit ariana off Cue. she can wrap it up now yeah, wrap it okay <laughs> so then the light hits and i and uh, you know the stage is empty for a little bit and then you slowly hear me i'm going acoustic which is <sighs> wow. really rare but i'm ready until i get about halfway through and then we cue the violins because i'm making it a real medley and a build-up was there an and- entire orchestra sitting behind you in the dark the whole time we just couldn't see them yeah yeah okay great okay the lighting by the way ralph has lit this to perfection i mean truly, he's the best lighter best there in, is. Best in the in that there is so then you know i'm taking it home and uh at the end everybody stands and we hear from the booth uh keep your legs and arms inside the vehicle and have a great have a great ride and we hear the roller coaster start okay and uh everyone sees the roller coaster going around the building we hear the screams and the delights obviously all the band clears the stage because the coaster is coming through yeah okay and on the roller coaster as it stops center stage in the before the spotlight hits we see the figures of our parents okay (gasps) that are here for the yeah our parents um we see uh, some of our other siblings, the other four, Claudette's Tons and Claude's. Of famous people. Can you believe they're there? And we see Kelly Clarkson. Wow. Oh my God, I knew she was going to be there. So I knew it too. David and Adele pulled some strings, I assume, That's to get right. all these people here. Okay, great. That's okay. right. Well, I'm friends with all of them. No, yeah, yeah, but like, it's a special <laughs> treat for you too. We're like Paris and Nikki Hilton. Got it. Got it. Mm. Got it. Got it. Uh, so then the spotlight hits on Kelly Clarkson. If you can believe it. And she has 40 seconds to sing, but she doesn't sing 
a moment like this because she heard it and she knows. But instead, she sings, celebrate good times. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and we actually extend it more than 40 seconds because she's so good. And everyone starts dancing and getting up. And, and David then- rushes to Claude's side and <laughs> starts dancing with him. Okay. And, and Ralph. Then- yeah. Kelly starts her song switches. It switches. Two. And she starts singing, Here Comes the Bride. <gasps> uh. And Claude and Claudette suddenly are in matching gowns. And you're getting married <laughs> to each other? No. Okay, go ahead. I thought there was like a Cersei, like Jamie Lannister Claudette thing. Walks, walks to Ralph. Okay. And Claude walks to David. Wow. And we say at the same time to the other, I'm down if you are. Yeah. <laughs> Very and romantic. that's when... Yeah. That's when um, Leonardo DiCaprio and um, Leighton Meester come mm. out and they are both officiants. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they perform our wedding and we get married on stage. In front of everybody. In front of everybody. And it- then um, someone says, I guess that's it. Double meaning. Cue wow. to the end of the movie. But right. then also Claudette says whispers to ralph yeah my stomach feels weird and then we know she's pregnant is that first of all is, uh, that, is that how pregnancy works <laughs> <laughs> you get upset tummy 20 minutes later and she says it's either i either ate some bad chowder or i'm pregnant and it's another hilarious claudette moment. right hilarious but Those we bats set up cleared out we set up um the coasters, a family tycoon, plus one. <gasps> Great. Great. Oh my god, what a stunning movie! And star studded. <laughs> yeah, Can- star studded. The budget was humongous. <laughs> massive. Yeah. yeah, massive. Really, just for the cast alone. The you cast. know, the cast alone. We didn't sk- <laughs> and the music. If you think about it. Yeah, the rights for the music. All, is also all crazy. of the Grande's music is in this. To get her that long, mm-hmm. amazing. Truly amazing. And it's called amazing. Coasters colon a family tycoon. Tycoon. Tagline. This is one wild ride. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love wow. my favorite thing about the movie is that there is a roller coaster <laughs> called the moment inside yeah. the big O. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, we're running shockingly long. So we are gonna do a quick oh. praise to the praises. Okay. And then We'll, we'll be done. So it is time for... Praise to the praises, yeah. Okay, great. So, Sean, this one, if you're familiar, we read one of our reviews and we talk about what an amazing person the person is. Okay, so this person, their name is Kellefent. Kellefent? Mm. K-E-L-L-E, Funt. Okay. P-H-A-N-T. So good, I almost got kicked out of a store from laughing, is the headline. Ugh. This podcast is everything. I am a youngest child that was treated as more of an oldest child with middle child tendencies. That's a complicated Chris and Jesse are hilarious, and this podcast is the highlight of my week during these craved, crazy COVID-19 times. Mm. This podcast is so funny that I came very close to getting kicked out of a Trader Joe's whilst grocery shopping and listening for from laughing from the Hallmark movie of the week. Mm. Love you both. Girl, Kelly, is it? Kelephant. Praise be to Kelly. 
Girl, you are the everything bagel seasoning that I miss so much at Trader Joe's. I could put you on everything and you're everything to me. You got a little bit of spice, a little bit of nice, a little bit of middle child, a little bit of oldest, a little bit of youngest. Girl, you're a plethora. You're, you're an you entire are Mambo the... number five wrapped <laughs> up in one. Exactly. <laughs> Caliphate, you are the, the freeze-dried strawberries and the blueberries oh. that Jesse loves so much. Mm -hmm. I do. And I also enjoy. And they have almost no calories, but they have the sweetness of a candy. Mm. And and they bring me joy throughout the day. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. You're getting emotional. Yeah. You are also like all of the Trader Joe's foods that I like. Yeah. Caliphate. Uh, Okay, I love I don't that. Know what those would be. Elephant is a good friend. She's complicated. Mm -hmm. She she likes talking about complicated right, things right. with her friends. She gives good advice. She gives good compliments. And she's generous. I can tell she's generous. Your birthday rolls around. She's not going to forget it. She's going to make mm -hmm. you feel special. What's that? She brings you a cake. You, you don't. You don't. Um. You ran out of um toilet paper because it's a pandemic. She's driving over to your house to uh, drop off an extra roll. And guess what? Rolls. It's Charmin. <gasps> extra strong ultra, ultra. Oh the good my stuff God. Okay? what a dream that's the also, kind of person she is mm -hmm. she's got yes. a loud distinct laugh and i'm i mean that's why she's almost kicked out it is so hearty hearty right it's yes. healthy laugh. it's it's so healthy the, the person you want at your show yes yes because she's generous with it if she thinks it's funny i'll see you in five days i'm laughing amen here amen yeah. and i'm going to tell you one last thing about caliphate she's right yeah. The show is yeah. fantastic. Every, uh, people are saying it's getting better. Every uh, episode is getting better and better. People are already talking. People, some people are saying this is the best episode ever. Wow. This wow. one people right are now, already you know, saying. Because it's getting better every time. It so really I'm built. with Caliphant. You know, she's got yeah. a good head on her shoulders. Thank you, Caliphant. Uh, Obviously, we love you, Caliphant. We love mm -hmm. all of you. Sean, where can people find you online? You can mm. see what I look like by going to at Radio Sean Ryan on Instagram. But otherwise, I, I, it's ghost town. So don't bother. It's a ghost town. Yeah, it's a ghost town. <laughs> uh, obviously, you can find us online. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, join the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. um, and if you want even more episodes, go to patreon.com slash middlechildren and write your review and we will read it and praise you and Tell us your embarrassing stories and your Hallmark ideas. And we are always excited to hear. That's right. And don't forget to, did you say the Facebook group? Yes. Okay. Bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're all icons, stars. Amazing. We love you. Bye. The Middle Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 